0: Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm sitting here with Monty. we got a new location, got some new tech. We're trying out some different things here. So uh, one of the things that we brought to the table is obviously the new tech and the new quasi-set, if you will. So um, obviously we're going to uh, be trying a few beverages and um, talking about those a little bit. But, you know, Monty, this week I think probably one of the biggest issues that I saw come up was the Simone Bias thing. And I think, you know, we were talking about it earlier. One of the issues to me that just really jumped out is, I don't know if you want to call it wokeness, but if Simone Bias is so distraught about the mental challenge that's coming along with being in the gymnast in the Olympics, you probably shouldn't be there. And so not only should probably not be there, you took somebody's spot. you know, I just, I really have a whole problem with this because that's really about what sports are about. It's not crushing under pressure. And the mental part of that is the big part of it. And the thing that really bothers me is they let her be there still, right? If you have this much mental pressure, put her on a plane, get her back.
1: Yeah. She's contaminating all the other athletes. And my question is, shouldn't she have caved during her training? If if she was going to collapse, if she was going to falter, wouldn't that have happened during the training? And if not, Maybe they should have trained harder. Maybe they should have prepared her for this mental situation, this challenge.
0: You know, you bring up a good point there that I was, you know, I hadn't really considered. If they're going through it, right, you've got to see these athletes. And, you know, I've been an athlete pretty much all through college. And so you can see the guys that crush and don't crush. But the whole point of really being an athlete at all, I mean, it is part of being an athlete, period, whether you like it or not. Is the pressure that comes with that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, are you telling me that Aaron Rodgers is going to go out in the field? And I bring up Aaron Rodgers because he's defending this. It's All mean, of really? a sudden, yeah. Oh. All of a sudden, when it's you know fourth and ten and it's thirty seconds left in the Super Bowl, <laughs> oh, oh god, the pressure! He's over there vomiting it's in his, his helmet. It's it's the mental pressure. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem that I have. And you know, I brought up a, a really a more serious point and. You know, I'm going to use this loosely, all right? So so calm down. But, you know, I brought it up to you. I said, you know, when you look at America's wars that we fought, most of them, most of them, all right, we'll leave out a few of the, the big ones, but we've won. And we've won because we haven't given up. We haven't crushed under the pressure. We've accepted the challenge. We've charged the machine guns. We've built the mountains. We've climbed over the mountains. We've gone through it all, but because we didn't go, oh, it's too hard. It hurts. It hurts so much money. I was
1: watching Fury the the night, and I didn't see Brad Pitt panicking and saying, oh no, we can't win. We're gonna run away with our tail between our legs. No, he sat there in that tank, and he killed every single last Nazi that he had a bullet for. Now, that wasn't based on a true story, I don't think. It, maybe it was loosely, but you know those guys were there. You know those guys were shooting Nazis over in, in Europe, and you know that none of them chickened out
0: and, you know, I, I know this comes up a lot. And I, you know, I, I hate to—I I wondered even if I should bring this up. But does the fact that she is a black athlete versus a white athlete make a difference? If she was a white athlete saying this, would the media all of a sudden be all over that person? Or let's, let's take it another direction. If it was a boy that was doing this, would this be a completely different direction? And I can't help but wonder, like, you know, they just let her sit on the sidelines. If the pressure's so much, get her on the plane and send her home.
1: So she says, and this is a quote, my mind and body are simply not in sync.
0: What does that mean? My mind and body are not in sync. Do you understand that? that It means that I'm going to not win gold. And, you know, listen, you go out and you do your best. I don't think, I think here's where she's missing the point. And I think this is... um, This is probably a product of being kind of in the system of the Olympic system where you're putting so much pressure on yourself that you're built to win. We just want people to do their best, right? So whether it's gold, silver, bronze, or nothing, just go out and do your best. We don't expect you to win gold. She comes out and says, you're supposed to win gold.
1: So she's 24 years old. Now, don't you think it's interesting that just in the recent history of our country, all of these kids playing every sport out there got trophies for just doing their best. They just did their best. So they should get the gold trophy. They should get the the, the blue ribbon. Uh, do you think maybe that has something to do with it?
0: Well, you did bring up a, another point, another point, and I found it. Um, I, I saw it out on the Internet. And I should have sent it over to you, and I didn't. Um, but and I sort of agree with this, but I sort of don't. There's a couple of people out there that are talking about, listen, that silver and bronze should be celebrated as much as gold. That all of a sudden the American media has it wrong or they always <laughs> focus on gold. Well, that's because we always want to see winners. We don't want to see who's second and third place is. And what the Olympics are becoming because of NBC, right? And wokeism. it's now because of people out there that says, Simone Bias, it's too much for you. You, you, you can't be America, you can't be great, you can't be good at anything. And now we need to focus on, well, it's okay. Let somebody else win gold and, and go down. And you know what? Let's celebrate bronze and silver. Listen, there is no second place. You can't be – got to – you're going to be your best, right? You've got to be a winner. And that's, that's just kind of the fact that I think that we're, we're losing this. And I've never seen it in this – I think a lot of people sort of expected this to play out. I didn't think it really would. Not in the athletes where all of a sudden like i would almost say i sort of feel like as an american we're throwing the gold medal because we've got we got to make sure that we can't be the best
1: i'd be happy with a silver or bronze medal i can tell you that if i did my best if i tried my hardest and i came back with a silver medal i'd hang that thing on every wall and i'd hang pictures of it on all over my house
0: and i certainly celebrate those that win silver and bronze yeah but Let's not sit around and pretend like all of a sudden you're going to be as good as the gold and as good yeah. as everybody else out there. So that's what? not going to happen.
1: Yep. Hey, let's take a quick break. We will uh, come back with Fathead right after these messages. Good. All right, so we're back. Fathead's back. We're uh, out here in the shed at the bar. We're trying
0: out uh, this week a little J.W. Harper. If you haven't tried that yet, I was able to pick it up in Chicago. They only had a few bottles of it. Wasn't well, super expensive, but I'll tell you—I'll be honest with you—it's been a great little, um, great little bourbon. So if you want to try it out, uh, I recommend that. And for our last, sip. our last segment for those that win, gold. Gold. <laughs> Sorry for your silver and bronze, but.
1: Wow, that's a very nice taste. That's very nice.
0: You know, it's what I like about this one. It doesn't have that super afterburn, like, yeah. I can blow out, you know, fire. Very smooth sipper. Easy. You don't need a lot of ice with it. So, you want to talk about... Well, you, yeah, you brought something up. No, I didn't bring it up. <laughs> Somebody brought I didn't it up. No, I didn't bring it up. I, I was trying to stay off the topic, but we're on the topic.
1: So, Jungle Cruise... Oh, God. Which is a new movie that just came out, starring The Rock and uh, uh, Emily Blunt. You know who's fantastic. I love Emily Blunt.
0: That's you keep going, but I'm going to tee off on the person that we should be teeing off on. Go ahead and and bring up why we're talking about this.
1: Well, because it's Disney's first, supposedly first movie that is revealing himself to be a gay character. Is it The Rock? I don't think it's The Rock.
0: I want to see what The Rock has cooking in Disney hmm what does The Rock have cooking is I don't he think day? it's that I don't think not so okay alright alright keep going no, so, keep so going it's, 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 it's
1: Jack Whitehall so it's Emily Blunt's brother's uh, character <sighs> in the movie I haven't seen it I don't know anything yeah. about it but the big nope. news is and it's, everybody's talking about it and they inform me about it and they're saying oh this a big no, deal about no, Disney no, and these no, car- yeah, characters no, nobody's talking I really it. don't care personally well, people are, people are talking about it. No, they're not. A few people are talking about it. You know, he, it. all right, here's the thing.
0: <laughs> we, we just talk about Simone Baez, Olympic gold bronze, what's going on with the wokeism and stuff like that. All right, fine. I am so sick and tired of this um, push on America that, that isn't racist, that I don't think has any type of gay phobia, doesn't have any of these types of things happening. And I'm so sick and tired of The Rock trying to be, The Rock to me is in the LeBron James category now. He's trying to be this mister Wokeism. i I'm all things to all people, Mr. Popular, and you know what, Disney's now into it. I'm not into it. And it drives me crazy that I sit there and I look at it and I go, you know, this guy quite frankly stands for nothing. He stands for exactly what corporate America stands for. I'm going to stick my finger up in the air and I'm going to move to whatever direction that I feel is going to bring me in the most money. I'm going to pan up with Disney. I'm going to feel where the power of rockism is and that's the way that I'm going to go. And every time it's with The Rock, we got to be pandered to as American. There's going to be some lesson. What's <laughs> okay. the lesson with The Rock?
1: Well, that's a, that's a good, good question. Uh, I mean, am I not crazy yet? I haven't seen what he says about this. So uh, I'm going to be fair to The Rock. I don't know, be he, fair I know he's watching. I know he's watching. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be fair. I, I don't know where he stands on this. And until I do, I, I just, okay, you know, Forget I, I, where he just,
0: stands. Do you understand what I'm saying about him trying to be all
1: things I, yeah, to all people?
0: Yeah, I do. Do you think he is in the LeBron James category of being all things to all people? Oh come I, on. I don't, That's I don't an easy so. one. No, I don't think he is. Oh, I don't think
1: so. You got? I th- I think that The Rock simply, uh, is a guy that will take any movie role for a certain amount of money. Ah-ha! I don't think that. I don't think that he's there out there pushing these kinds of issues.
0: Though. Oh, he is though, because you can't get that type of money if you don't back these types of issues. This Disney is not putting you in their movies if you're not pushing this type of wokeism issues, or if you're not pandering to what the mob wants to have. I mean, how many times do I have to read another article on how The Rock is going to lecture me on how to be a good human? I mean, enough's enough already with him. I mean, him and LeBron ought to go on tour. And incidentally, if LeBron hasn't killed the NBA, I think The Rock's going to kill WWE. I mean, LeBron to the NBA is exactly what the rock is to the WWE. Those guys have got to go. They're turning off their viewers. Once again, you know, I'm going I'm going to hand it to Clay Travis cuz I like it. I like what he says. If you go woke, you go broke. But those two guys have done nothing but destroy an image and a brand. I mean, they're certainly like LeBron's no Michael Jordan, okay? And to sit there and say that the Rock is a Hulk Hogan not even close. Nobody's
1: a whole Hogan. I mean, I know, on.
0: but you're not going to go out there and they call Hogan isn't going to get behind this stuff. They're just going to leave it alone. And here's here's yeah. what here's what I hate now, is the media and everybody out there has set it up that says, listen, if you don't go the direction we're going to go, which is maybe a transgendering, a gay, whatever it is, right? If you don't go the direction of the mob, which say you know take a Hulk Hogan, but listen, I just want to focus on. My sport. I don't want to give you any opinions. I just, I just want to wrestle. All of a sudden, you're some sort of crazy or conservative because you just want to focus. You didn't give an opinion one way or another. Sure. Now it's like, oh well, if you didn't say you're in, then you're clearly out.
1: Let's change subject.
0: All right, we're going <laughs> on to the next subject. So driving the down. J.W. The, Harper.
1: There you go. So I was driving down the road today, and. In the Midwest, I know right now, we're just, we're covered in the smoke from the wildfires and everything looks so apocalyptic. Even looking out the windows right now, it looks apocalyptic. And uh, it's just, a, it's a weird, eerie feeling. And I don't know if any, does everybody else feel the same way I do about it or is it, is it just, just me in general?
0: Well, I guess I would say this with a couple of questions because being here in Iowa, we've had sort of a, I think sort of a strange summer and the fact that one, I think it's been unseasonably cool I'm not saying here we go with global warming or anything like yeah. that, I'm just saying it's just, it's been more of an Indian summer, if you will. Um, it's been nice. It's been rainy. Um, until this, last this week, haze, yeah. you know, I, you know, I don't know if this haze is particularly from the fire. It is. Yeah. Okay, get all so this upset, the, the, so. okay. So this particular haze that we have today is from the fire. We've had up until this point today, we've had actually two or three, actually very nice days. Yeah. A little hot. Um, but up until then, I mean, we haven't really seen the sun for what, three days or four days straight for probably a little while. Quite, quite frankly. I mean, it would rain. We get thunderstorms, So uh, I'm always a little bit dubious when we start saying things are about fires. Um, It's not really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one, I'll I'll give you this. It's not very difficult that you can, you know, look from any type of satellite imaging and see those fires dwindle over and you go, Oh, you know, that's clearly the case. And we've seen this before, but to your point, I mean, it's, it is a. Uh, it's an odd sort of um, Stranger Things upside down world, uh, if you will. The veil of shadows. I started watching Stranger that Stranger yep. Things again. Yeah. So. Um, I, I haven't watched just, the
1: final season, so no no spoilers. Did that come out already? Yeah. Well, the last season, the last season that came out, I haven't seen that. Yet, oh, so. okay. All right. So. Yeah.
0: I thought when you met Yes. So I, anyway, I just—it was funny. Change the topics, J.W. Harper. <laughs> I don't know if this is bad parenting, so maybe we need to edit this out. Uh, my son comes to me and he wants to watch Stranger Things. Sure. And you know, it's about kids, and I didn't think it would be that bad for him. And I hadn't seen Stranger Things for you know because they skipped. Man, when was the last? I think we're at season three. They, season three they, they skipped really last year. I think yep. they're going to write, you know, I think they sort of fell into uh, the James Cameron trap where I'm going to go write 16 avatars and somewhere in 2030 we'll show you episodes two through 27. Um, so now we're going on, I think, almost two years without seeing a Stranger Things, any type of stuff. Yeah. So. I just started season one. Now, I don't know why he wanted to start Stranger Things. I don't know where that came from. Oh, everybody's talking about it in
1: school and everything.
0: Well, he hasn't even been in school, so I don't know who he's around. Anyway, so it comes up. All right, fine. You want to watch Stranger Things? We'll watch Stranger Things. It seemed, you know, and I hadn't seen it for, honestly, about, you know, since last season ended. It was a year and a half ago, two years Mm -hmm. ago. And so I went back to season one, which I almost, you know, completely forgot. And... (laughs) Probably not the best thing for your children to watch. I mean, it's not that it's bad. Well, how old is how he? It's, it's scary. He's eight. He's eight years yeah. old. And it is scary. It's, it is scary. It's, it's scary. Well, you know, he thought it was great because, you know, the, the four kids on there, it's very mm-hmm. much like, I would it's like say. This. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah, it's like the Goonies. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the Goonies aren't. I think the difference is how do you take Stranger Things and the Goonies, right? Now, I know that's. Well, kids, kind of can, a, kids relate to
1: those characters. I mean, yeah. those kids, they're just yeah. like their friends. Right. So it, it's, uh, yeah, it's,
0: it's totally relatable to them. I, can, I, I thought it would that. be okay because it really isn't uh, super gore, super blood. But it is, I mean, it is Stephen's, you know, one of the things I think Stephen King was great at is being able to tell horror without gore. Uh, until know, the
1: can, clown one, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> well, yeah. right, until that one, until it, you know. Yeah, so, until it. Like, anyway, so Anyway. What else do we have on tap this week?
1: Oh man, are you planning on going to any Broadway shows at all?
0: Switching topics, JW Harper, try it out. Cheers. All right.
1: All right. You can't go to a Broadway show now without a proof of vaccination. So now, I, I don't know, what do they call proof? I mean, do you carry a needle around and poke yourself right
0: as you're going? I mean, I, I don't know. You but know, that's I, what
1: they're gonna require. New York City's gonna require proof before you go to a Broadway show that you've been vaccinated.
0: I don't really know what to talk. You know, it's tough to talk about this topic because it was one of those things. You got vaccinated, you got your freedom back and all the other stuff. Um, now we're really heading into this dangerous zone where, you know, Biden's out there pushing the fact that we're going to give a hundred dollars for anybody that gets a shot. Um, I, I really despise the NFL in these, what I'll call Democrat tactics where, where they're trying to get mob rule. Mm-hmm. um, to, to like come down on people. I, I just think that's to me, peer pressure, pure pure pressure is, yeah. is, is completely disgraceful. Um, you know, what if that was religion? What if that was something, yeah, you know, take, take your history and go back and, and, and you know what, just take the, the vaccination status out of it. I mean, um, I, I, I think, think we, we all knew when Biden, Biden get it, we were going to get some, some, stuff, some, some form of this, but, but this quote unquote, unquote vaccine passport, passport stuff, stuff, um, is going to happen I just see the military today is going to require jobs for that I, you know i don't know really. and all federal employees yeah and you know what uh, uh that one you know when i talk about the military you know he is the commander-in-chief and so um, let's let's probably face it you know you talk to any of those guys in the military they get so many vaccinations i don't know how you say that one's worse than the other 27 that you got Well, just shook in a bottle and say, here you go.
1: Yeah, well, these are yet untested. They're still considered experimentary. experimentary. So if if you, for example, if you end up having complications from these vaccinations or death from these vaccinations, you cannot go after the company that created the vaccine because these are still an experimental vaccine. I
0: think think the military military stuff stuff, I'll I'll give Biden a pass on because, you know, you're commander in -chief. chief. He has yeah, to make a decision,
1: and he believes that that's you know, the best thing. You yeah. don't
0: like that? It is what it is? You well, you can it, you quit.
1: Know. You can quit the military. It's still it's still volunteer army and volunteer military. I don't think you can
0: quit. I think once you sign up and he says you're getting a vaccination, you can get out. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I, I, let's put it this way. I would say probably whatever the military gets, COVID would be the least of their worries of, of vaccinations they'd get. Yeah, they're
1: worried about missiles and chemical warfare and things like yeah, that, I yeah. suppose. Who knows? going back to olympics changing one more time viewership is down 42 percent. <laughs> that is fantastic news 42 percent down in viewership
0: you know i i don't have it on I, I do have it on the background here i haven't watched
1: it for a minute not one minute if I'd but i haven't it, missed I
0: it. it i don't want to watch it and i'll tell you why i don't want to watch it is the way that they had set it up once again Clay Travis, I'm going to give it to you. You go woke, you go broke. All of these guys that were going in there that were taking these and everything else, I, they have gotten to a point where I was sitting there looking at this. And I'm like, am I going to watch America win and they're going to take a knee? Or am I, am I going to have to listen to a speech that I don't want to listen to? Um, I, listen, I want to watch your sport. I, can you just shut up and just you – know, can we get away? Can we get back to beer, hot dogs, and J.W. Harper for once? <laughs>
1: It's like asking Madonna for political advice. It's like,
0: well, you I know, what, what, where, where we gone as a society? He goes, "Listen, that's that's where I want to go for my political advice." I have no problem with that, but the fact that we start looking at people as if they are Rhodes Scholars, you know, LeBron James thinks, you know, when he starts opening his mouth about stuff, my eyes just roll in the back of my head.
1: As, what makes him As qualify? if he's a scholar.
0: He's got a GED, who quit high school to go play basketball, and all of a sudden the media. And and yet, the smugness and the arrogantness of the liberal media to come out and say, oh, you need to listen to the experts? Like LeBron James? (laughs) Or Fauci? Tell me which one's the expert. Is it Fauci or is it LeBron James? I I don't know. I can't keep up anymore.
1: It certainly depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about basketball, it's Fauci. Clearly it's Fauci.
0: Fauci. It's Fauci. Absolutely. What else do we have on tap this week? Throw something at the bar that we haven't talked about yet. Oh,
1: Robinhood.
0: Robin Hood. Oh, God. Are we talking about the app that went out and was For, disgraceful on the stock market? It took yeah. like a 42% a, a huge dive. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because that is a great change. Um, one of the things about Robinhood that I, I read that article today, I used Robinhood before, but they should have gotten nailed. They rigged it with the GameStop.com thing. And I'll tell you what, as a public sector, when you step back, and even though you don't say know a lot about um, the finance sector, when you're financing, and I get why they did it, but when you play the game, the house just can't shut down when all of a sudden the rules turn against you. So what happened was, obviously, everybody in Reddit bought all the stock and gay stock to start to drive it up. Mm-hmm. You could buy on margins if you wanted to that Robinhood allowed allow you to do. Well, if that stock crashed, which it looked like it was going from, it was two or three bucks at the time, up to like 400. Yep. Rocketing like cryptocurrency. There was no security in Robinhood to have that. So I say, hey, you know what? Come in here, start betting against the house. Well, I don't have the money to back up if you start betting with me, and I'm buying, so I, as as the exchange, I have to buy what you're buying, right? Sure. And all of a sudden, if you don't have the money, it's like a credit card company. If I don't have the money for you backing up for the stuff that you're buying, unfortunately, you know, like Robinhood, they're not doing checks or anything like that. So they had to stop it. And I think once everybody saw what happened with Robinhood, I think that is specifically what killed. That IPO coming out, and I think it should have. I think it was a great slap in the face to Robinhood, because once again, that CEO kind of really pisses me off. To be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think he's a little, yeah,
1: homeless fighting in Venice, California. Okay, so I I was, I, I took my family for a vacation out to California, and uh, I don't know if I told this on the podcast. And, and Jw, make no, it, I make it really fast. Um. The homeless situation in California, especially on the coast, is just completely out of hand. Well, now they're having paid brawls. People are going to the homeless people in Venice Beach and saying, hey, we'll pay you so much to f- go fight this other person right there on the, on the beach. And uh, you know, because they need the money to eat or buy booze or drugs or whatever, uh, they're doing it. So there's these daily brawls out on Venice Beach between homeless people.
0: So, um, the people in California get what they deserve.
1: <laughs> what they, nice they, they,
0: they voted for all this stuff. No, they did not. They, they voted they, for the, all the this the stuff. The homeless
1: people are all there because it's, you know it's a really let put nice tents. They it. Let put
0: ten- you know what? I saw this article and then I saw the video that accompanied the article. And I wish the reporter would have asked him one simple question. What question? Did you vote for Democrats? Because here's the deal. They let them have public tents out there on Venice beach.
1: Everywhere in California, even okay, in LA. OK, great, yeah, absolutely. great. So yeah. you want
0: to turn every place in LA into Skid Row. Awesome. Good job. Way to go, California. Now what they're seeing, but here's the thing. The guy was out there, he comes out, and he's 65 years old. Oh, thank god we got rid of these tents. But you've been voting Democrat. You let him put him in there in the first place.
1: What are they supposed to do? What do you do? How do you solve the problem of homelessness in California
0: okay so, so let's
1: vote for republicans i assume you're gonna say vote for Republicans. i, I would
0: know I, I think homelessness in itself is a huge issue what i don't like is the hypocrisy of democrats that come with the issue of we voted for it oh let's put your tent up everywhere free love you deserve it california coming at you and then all of a sudden like oh wait a second we don't like the crack the needles the homeless everything that comes with it because I want to go out for ice cream with my kids in somebody snorting, blow shooting heroin, having sex,
1: crapping
0: on the sidewalk at Venice Beach. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's and, true. You know, it's funny because I, I do want to. I, I don't want you to get off of that because I just saw somebody. One of my friends on Instagram was hanging out in um, San Francisco. Took her kids out there, and I was just watching the pictures. I didn't talk to her about it. And I was looking at it, looking at it, looking. At it, looking at it, she said, "Oh." What a beautiful city this is, and all the other stuff. I'm like the cost of living.
1: Oh, it's outrageous! Yeah,
0: the everything that goes with it. Um, when you were out there, what what was your take, and what was your family's take, and what was your kids' take? Being from Iowa, on say absorbing the LA life or the California life out there.
1: My kids uh, didn't like it, <laughs> which surprised me because I actually love California. If they would solve a few of these problems, I would, I would love it. I'd love to live there. I'd even be willing to pay a little more taxes. But my kids didn't like it because uh, you know, the homelessness, it, it, it drags you down in, in several ways. Uh, you know, mentally, you, you know, seeing the anguish, seeing these people that were obviously in need and stuff like that. We, we, we ended up buying meals for a couple of homeless people. I don't give them money, but if they're hungry, I will go buy meals and then bring the meals back to them and give them to them and make sure they're actually eating them. But my kids were, uh, they weren't being from Iowa. They hadn't been to California. They were really not quite sure what to think of all this. And, uh, yeah, it, it uh, It's a social it's a studies trip it, for it, it, sure. It really was, but they, they don't want to go back. And, and how old are your kids 80. at this point now? 22, 20, and 17, almost 18.
0: So really the upper age limits. Let's put it this way. And most Most kids from Iowa want to run to California. Because it's awesome.
1: It, it, they don't yeah. feel
0: that way. They don't, they're like they they're not, don't feel that way. They're not heading out to. I'm assuming they want to fly the coop to somewhere, but just California's not one. You be. know
1: what? I, I don't think any of them do. I don't think any of them want to fly the coop. Surprisingly. Well, it's yeah, too they, bad for you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Have, so, so how do you? You have all these homeless people. You're in California. You're stuck in this situation. What do you do? with these people? Do you buy them a bus ticket to Seattle? I mean, how do you how do you deal with it at this point? Other than just say, there's nothing we can do. I mean, you can't do that. You can't throw up your hands. You know,
0: it's it, it, I, I've thought about this. And this is every city that has it. You know, Minneapolis has it uh, tremendously. Um, and I think there's a couple things that you have to do right off the top, is you don't let people just start throwing tents wherever the hell they want to throw them, right? Yeah. So, so I, I think there has to be something in, in that factor. Um, what do you do really in the aggregate? You know, I don't think anybody has a good answer for, it. and certainly I don't have one either. I know there's obviously the shelters that you can provide people for, but I think they're the full.
1: Shelters are full. There's no room. Yeah,
0: I think I think the real reason, you know, the real thing we got to, fa- you know, face is these people aren't going to get jobs. They're they are going to be somebody that we're going to have to take care of, whether we like it or not. Yeah. Um, you can't they really. Still, they're still human beings. Right. You know, listen. There, there are people that we're going to have to take care of. Um, There are, there are certain functions of taxes and stuff like that that I think most people with uh, as decent human beings say, listen, I don't mind a portion of my taxes. If you have mental health, like I got it. All right. I think we all do.
1: And I think the homeless just sort of
0: fall in that category. I think the best thing that you can do is is make as many. And this is just my thought process talking to you out loud. It is many, many um, shelters and stuff like that and fund them the best you can and give them the help, the meals, and all the things that they need to go with that. Yeah. What I don't see working, and I, I hear this plan is, well, let's have some major camp and city and put them all there. That seems like a disastrous plan. We can't just let them go everywhere. I think what the best plan is is whether we like it or not, it is a cost to all of us. Several facilities that could share, you know, whatever the ratio is, um, to staff to people, uh, and limit the size to it. Because I I don't think you can have homeless city, right? You couldn't have. We couldn't have. uh,
1: Well, I I think that it would resemble an internment camp. Eventually, it would would be looked at as a negative uh, encampment.
0: Like Burning Man. (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I want to go to Burning yeah. Man, actually. Yes. That's
1: that's a that's a camp I wanna to go to. But. It is a
0: homeless camp. Burning Man. <laughs> that's, that's why I shit. say you gotta that's limit the people. <laughs> Otherwise we're gonna have Burning Man everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh man. Hey, let's take a break quick and let's come back uh come back after the break. Alright. Where are we at for time right now?
0: Way over thirty.
1: Are we really? Yeah, Oh, wow. Well, let's just do a quick. Uh, let's just do a quick. Uh, Who's going in for break?
0: Hey, Jason. There, Jason. Yeah, here. <laughs> I'll finish that up
1: oh, poor Jeffrey Bezos lost $13.5 billion after an Amazon disappointment. That's pocket change to him.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, the battle stays with me on this one. So who's coming in after the break? I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: Do you want to talk about flight attendants they are dealing with? No, I, that, I think let's, let's,
0: let's try to boogie out of this Kay. in two minutes less.
1: Yep. People are at Exety, California, like mad. Yeah. I tell, I love California, and I didn't even enjoy this
0: last visit. Never I mean, it was. I have a guy that lives in Boston, and um, he's a pretty big customer. He's got a house in Italy, got a house in Boston. And he has. A, he bought a house in L.A. Well, so if you have happy. other
1: houses to go to, I mean.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, I to buy a house in L.A. I mean. So oh, I totally I would, totally I would think if we
1: I wanted. Mean. have to look beyond LA and California for this because we went to Kansas City. I mean, not very far away, and every other time that we there have been, are there are very few homeless people. I mean, you always see some, and but this time it was, there's all kinds of tents and trash and really. everything. Yeah. It's bad. COVID displaced a lot of people. Well, and now you uh, know here's a topic: is the uh, um, the rent? Uh, what's that called? Uh, so that could kick you out if you didn't Exactly. What, I, I forget what that's called. Uh, let's try to go out. So that is ending this, this weekend. Let's try to go out on something like it. Okay. Let's,
0: let's keep this two, three minutes or less. Wrap it up. I'm going to- Where, let's, where let's are we at we got to be, I, I gotta I be 50. We don't have the time. Yeah, multiple. we're- All right. Wrap it Yeah, let's, wrap, uh, let's wrap it up. So your your camera is on, Jason, so you can, whenever you get ready. All right. Uh, do you need to count now or are we good to go? Just good to go. Welcome back. We're here with Monty. And good news is J.W. Harper has been killed. Now, it hasn't been killed by us. It's been killed by our staff, who don't want to be on camera. I don't know why. The
1: one stumbling and falling Because
0: some people drink a little too much J.W. Harper. So thank you to J.W. Harper and Pabst Blue Ribbon. If you want to be a hipster and move to California, drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. Because we're all broke. All right. Any thoughts? Anything you learned today? What, what, anything that sticks out of your mind? We've been talking here a little bit that just jumps out to you that says, you know what? That this, is, this is the one thing that I'm going to actually take away from.
1: Yes. Well, I have the thing. It's the thing. It is the Carolina Reaper Pepper Challenge. Oh, boy. And tomorrow, we are filming it right here. The hottest pepper in the world, over 2.1 million Scoville units. Jason and I have both committed, along with my son and a friend's, friend's son, we have committed to ingesting these fiery pieces of vegetable. Yes. And uh, hopefully we will be alive for future podcasts.
0: And here's the big hook. Now listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is a stunt. Of course it's a stunt. And everybody eats the Carolina pepper. But the thing that we're going to do differently, we're going to stick it in Monty's rectum tomorrow. (laughs) And we're going to make him sit 30 minutes without moving. And we're going to see what happens. What? We haven't told him yet. Good luck holding me down. Is that what all those knives are for? I get you. We're right across from the hospital, right there. Surprise! (laughs) Body. This oh, week yeah. we had a lot of stuff coming up. So Reaper Challenge, your anus tomorrow. It's um, it's happening, and we want to thank everybody for watching along with uh, J. W. Harper and P. B. R.
1: Thank you very much.
0: We'll see you next week.